Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered tube buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast. I'm Steve. And I'm Ian, and we are here for another episode. It's number 60. Number 60. 60. Didn't we agree last week this was going to be lucky number 60? I forgot about okay. it. Okay. I just checked. Maybe it just became unlucky in a week, you know? <laughs> Ian's mood has made it very unlucky. Yeah. So we've been uh, we've been fighting audio issues for like I don't know the last forty five minutes yeah, trying wow. to make some things work, um, and so Ian is less than enthused. Yep, I'm over it. Yep, I'm done. He's, he's <laughs> kiss my ass audio. So that and it's like I don't know three three degrees outside. Oh yeah, well that too. Yeah, it's yeah. cold and shitty. It snowed like a half of an inch, and then brought frigid weather. Um, but anyway, yep, episode sixty. And this week, we're going to talk about Snowfari, the event up in Michigan that I was supposed to go to, but did not make it to because of uh, scheduling conflicts. We'll call it that. Loser. Fact. Yeah. You know what else we're losers for? Not going to KOH, but we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, well, that's not, we'll get shamed for that next week. Yes, we will. Uh, so. I was there in spirit. Do you have a shit week at work? Yeah. Yeah, that's about that was long. It wasn't really bad. It was just long and it was cold outside. So. Oh, well, this week coming up to me way worse. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I'm thrilled. <laughs> like, At least way colder. Did you get yeah. your Connex box? Yeah. Nice. How's that? That's oh, great when Is you're it? not working. Oh, okay. You know, so like when you're when you're able to go to the quote unquote office. Yeah, it's great. Okay. You sit in a nice heated office, but better like, than the truck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you do? Yeah. Well, at least that's an upgrade that you didn't have last week. It is indeed. Did you do anything off-roady this week? Yeah, I watched KOH. <laughs> but we can't talk about it because it's next week, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could like skim we it could real skim quick. skim it, right? Because we're going to have maybe a certain We're going to have a recap guest on. Okay. Um, do you want to congratulate any winners? <sighs> no, because nobody I was pulling for won, oh, theoretically. Geez. I mean, I'm not a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Not, you weren't you weren't really looking to, for anybody to win. Well, I mean, I was, but like they didn't do it. Huh? They didn't win. Oh, so, well. but I, it's not like NASCAR. Where I'm like, oh, look, I'm a favorite driver. I just want somebody <laughs> I know to win. You know, so <laughs> which there's like three of those on the lake bed. Yeah, out of like total? seventy. So, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how that goes. Um, yeah, I got to watch the Everyman Challenge. I saw I put a TV in the garage. Yeah. Because I felt like that was a necessary, uh, you know, thing to have. Winning. Well, I I put it in there for live videos so that I can see the comments better, like mm-hmm. easier. And then I was like, oh, wait, KOH is on. I'll just turn that on. I'll so I did find out there. that I can, through my phone, I can uh, cast the phone to the TV. Yep. And I can set the audio to play through my, uh, through my work tunes that I'm listening to while I'm working. So I was like, KOH was playing on the TV and I was having like real time audio in my phone, in my headphones. I was like, well, that's cool. That's way better. But so statistical fact for you stats, how many we're going to, we're going to play a game. Okay. Let's play a game. There was, let me get you an official head count, a head count. Now is this for the Everyman challenge or what's this for? This is for the, the 4,400, the big show yesterday. Yes. Okay. So I missed. I missed yesterday's big show. Yeah. But you'll have that. Yeah. Welcome to work. So on the did you you bought the premium? No, I you did, did not. not. Okay. So eighty four people total started started the day. Yes. Actually, I think now was this a different? This was a different course than the than the Everyman. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Three laps. 
Three, but but the same course? No. Okay. I so different. Okay. You I don't guarantee know. you that the Everyman Challenge did not run King's Graveyard, did not run uh, the rock trails. That yeah, no. I know I'm they gonna, ran a bunch of rock trails, but I don't remember. I'm gonna go with they didn't. Did do. not follow this close enough. Yeah, it's like a hundred and some miles. I'm pretty sure that's what the Everyman I was. I don't make the rules. I'm yeah. just telling you. But they were definitely talking about it being three days. Anyway. Uh, we don't so, we don't know nearly enough. I'm sure you guys are all screaming at your phones. It's fine. 84 people were registered, and I yep. believe only 76 took the took the green flag. Wow, um, that's not that bad. Oh, took the green. Took okay, okay. The green so they flag. left. Okay, they left from the starting line. Yeah. How many of them finished? How many do you think finished? And then we're talking time finishers. They do not have the full finisher because they got to go by distance on how far everybody went that didn't time finish Uh but only time finishers are posted so how many people finished on time 16 37 that's more than i thought i mean out of 80 that's or 70 we'll call it 80 so half that's yeah half the field that's pretty that's pretty that's pretty pretty good good for as brutal as that (laughs) i mean so we were talking about this yesterday uh we were messaging back and forth in one of the chat groups about koh and um, I was, they were talking about the kid, the guy that won last year's, was it the 4,500 class in the Everyman challenge that Toyota pickup? I can't think of his name right now. I know what you're talking about, but um, I don't know who he is, but, uh, they were talking about a couple of the guys in the group chatter to real Toyota fans and they, you know, wanted him to win. And, uh, so he won again this year, but we were talking about that, you know, and everything else. They're talking about it being beat up rig. And I was like, can you imagine building a rig? And then going out to a race like that, putting down two laps in like an eight or 10 hour day and finishing like I don't care what place you're in. You finished the race like your shit broke flat tires. One of the people had their like they broke a wheel like they broke a wheel, had a flat tire, uh, rolled their rig like it was a just a shit show. That's um, how KOH is, man. I know. And I'm like in like but you build a rig and you made it. To the end. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's just impressive to me. Um, So the EMC, they did, uh, looking at the results here. Yeah. They did two laps of whatever. Yep. And their time was four hours and 27 minutes mm-hmm. for the winner. So, yeah. And that was the the winner of the 40. How'd the they EMC. go? 4,400? I don't know. Because there were no, different the classes 40, in that, the right? 4,400 is the ultimate. The unlimited oh, yeah. open class. That's the big run where the fuck you want there was three can-ams that did finish the king of the hammers race which is pretty fucking impressive nice and then so then the um the one guy the uh many christmas the 4400 for the king of hammers race is a three-lap race and the fastest time was seven hours and two minutes wow so it was damn near double for three for, for three laps yeah that's crazy. But I don't know the courses are right. I guarantee you different. Um, but yeah, it was uh the so the fastest time for that race was seven hours. Wow. And seven that, hours that's of racing. Fucking impressive. Through like desert and rocks. The last time finisher was fourteen hours and forty seven minutes. Wow. Fourteen hours. You were wore out. And like uh what a just so much work. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we're going to do a recap with a special guest next week. Like, how do you eat when you're in the car? I don't think you're worried about eating too really? much. Yeah. <sighs> Gotta have my snacks. Oh, oh my God. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, you went there. Uh, um, it was wonderful. I was listening to the EMC, right? 
and it got to the mid-afternoon and the announcers changed places. Yep. It was evening, I guess. And so Ian Johnson had stepped down and uh lay, you know, gave way to the next announcers. And you know who it was. Yep. It was Mr. Snacky Snacks himself. Yep. And I'm sitting there and I'm just listening, you know, and they're talking, doing their thing, and he's going and checking with racers and stuff. And they start talking about like how long, like, oh man, they've been racing for an hour straight. Like they're ready for a beer. He's like, hell yeah, they're probably ready for a beer and some snacky snacks. And I was like, I knew he was going to get it in. Yep. I knew it. I would see now. I would just, <laughs> I would slide it in to get it in. You know, like I, I like, I'd just see how many. He just slid her in there. There are so many posts about how shitty the announcers are for the whole week. Always. And I'm like, you fucking do it. Yeah. Oh, that's like, true. Oh, yeah. you couldn't identify that car? <sighs> it's in a fucking upside oh down in a hole. One of the like one, fuck me, man. One of the racers' name was Justin Foxworthy. And uh the one of the announcers, I can't remember who the, which announcer it was, but one of the announcers was was reporting on it as he was coming closer, you know, Justin Foxworthy's coming in close and he's in blah blah. It was like first and second, the two guys were coming in. And uh and he gets up there and he's like, so uh it's official that uh, your second place winner is uh, Jeff Foxworthy. And, and like, and he goes on, he says like eight times, like it was Jeff, like after he'd already said it, Justin Rohan, I was just cracking up. Well, you got to roll with it. It's just, that's my thing is I wouldn't be able to roll with it. Like I would mess up like that. And then I would like stick on that. Yep. Then I messed up and then it would just mess up the rest of the day for me. That's why you're not an announcer. That's why I'm not an announcer. Cause I'd be like, oh damn, I messed that up. I just wouldn't like, want, I just, I'm not going to talk shit. Cause I don't want to do it. Yeah, exactly. Don't talk shit. If you don't want to do it. It had me cracking up though. I was like, yeah, Jeff Fox for they took second place. Hell yeah. Oh, fucking it, man. Fucking <laughs> it. Canadian, comedian and uh KOA tracer. Um, yep. The only race I care about is the big show. Really? That's I mean, yeah. I had a lot of fun watching the the other the races. EMC's good yeah, time. The EMC's good. Um, but I like, wish the ultimate is is the ultimate. I want to be the biggest and the baddest of the best. I'll be excited to see because they're gonna have a lot of footage. Oh yeah. Of all that other stuff, I guess they were talking about like I missed this, but one of the drone shots. Um, oh, the drone footage was epic. Oh year. yeah, one of the one of yeah, because there was some crazy like good drone uh, yeah. flyers out there, like pilots and. uh one of them, they said that there was some guys stuck on the rocks, like uh -huh. stuck in a rock course, and the drone went straight underneath the vehicle. Oh, that would be cool. Wouldn't it, though? Yeah, like, I'm sure you'll see that. That somewhere. footage is going to be wonderful, because I'm sure they have all of that. Oh, yeah. I mean, unless they don't record it, like if it only goes no, like, like surely, right? They're just going to I mean, uh, they're gonna just trickle it out for days. Oh, my God. I cannot wait for um, that. So, yeah, Randy Slauson, three-peat. It's yeah. the third, third time king nice. that's a lot to threes and that's in the 4400 class yep okay i'm sure we'll get the more of the rundown on that. that's just what the, this week's you know yeah. that was the hot hotness this it's week the hotness koh hopefully um, everybody gets home safely that's what we're looking for and then we'll have more stats on that next week yeah we're gonna do a koh episode next week nice um we actually have a plan almost yeah <laughs> the uh <laughs> I know the only, or I don't want to say the only, but the I think the worst wreck of the week, yeah, probably goes to Tom Ways from yesterday. Oh yeah, he, uh, and I, they, I haven't seen a video of it yet because I don't know if there is a video of it yet. Right, uh, there may be some in car video if he had a GoPro or something like that. But it, uh, they showed the. It was from the helicopter, and they showed it, and you could just see like two dudes just laying there. Oh no! And like this rigs upside down, and it is like trash uh, uh it, so apparently it threw them from the vehicle 
They were, yeah, ejected. Good. So oh, I don't know if it threw him out or if they obviously like somebody out was because there was a couple people that helping him, mm. um, but they weren't like standing uh. up doing stuff. So uh. then, of course, you can't like, hey, See, how's it going? You know, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's not like NASCAR where they get out of the the infield care center and they're like, hey, uh, yeah, right. tell us how that was. Yeah. So once people were coming across, because uh, something I did not know interesting side tangent you get if you stop and help a racer mm-hmm. like not like get unstuck or something but like yeah. dude rolled his shit you stop and check on him and all that you get that time back oh you get time stamp you get time yeah. credit they give that's you, awesome they give you the time you were stopped there back because they want they to want promote that. that yeah safety aspect and i'm yep. like well that's badass it is badass um how do they how do they check that it's all oh, gps no, it's, tracking I say, they don't, could you imagine so quick side ch- tangent off of that I was talking to Jess last night about this. I'm like, how do you even put like how much money goes in? They had helicopters flying the entire day. Yeah. Well, you said helicopters. Yeah. So like a helicopter is <laughs> expensive. They had multiple helicopters. Like, right. They had multiples, right? Yeah. And then they have all these drone pilots running yep. these drones, all of this live feed stuff going back to a central command area. Yeah. Then they have just hammer town in general and like all that. And I was like, that's that right there in itself is just unbelievable. And then they have, um, and then they have all these trackers, like they get these trackers off these cars, cameras off these cars. Like my mind was blown. I'm just like, Oh, it's a big, dude, it's a big show because the EMC, they had like a hundred and some cars go out. Yep. So they had trackers they had GPS trackers on every single car. Mm-hmm. Like, Good grief. It's a tech nightmare. Where do you store all that shit? Semis. <laughs> yeah. All of the semis. Semi-trailers, one after another. It's the whole bank of them. But, uh. Like, and to have all that stuff ready, like the organization that that's got to take. There's a reason they don't do it every weekend. Well, that's for sure. But yeah, um, spend the entire year getting everything ready. But even when you get to the event, like weekend, you're like, all right, make sure all the GPS trackers have their batteries and have them yep. charged up and make sure that they're all working. And holy crap. The, uh. Yeah, it's a shit show. Obviously, they didn't just do this overnight. Like, it's grown. And yeah. so, every year, they add a little something to it. But still, just, you know. Still the, impressive. The logistics of it all is just impressive. Yeah. Um, where are we going? Oh. That so, wreck. you had to wait like seven hours or something, you know, six, seven hours to get an update. Because you could see who stopped and was right. helping them. But you can't, like, call them up and be like, hey, mm-hmm. what's up? So, they were talking to them because they interview everybody as they come across this, the podium or uh, the stage yeah. to like their finish interview. And uh, there was a couple of them that had stopped and they're oh, like, okay. yeah, they got to the car and they were both knocked the fuck out. Oh, damn. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. No doubt. And uh, so then they're like, oh, do we have an update or anything? And nobody had an update on like Jeez. condition wise. So I took to the internet and found it. The, uh, <laughs> the driver, Tom Ways, he had a concussion. Uh, it was otherwise fun. Yeah. His co-driver, which I don't remember his name, uh, had a broken knee, oh. had a broken collarbone, and broke four, broke his back in four places. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, but they said he up. had feeling in his feet after okay. breaking his back in four places, which is, I think, a pretty fucking yeah. good thing. Right. But yeah, talk about like getting fucked up. Jeez. What are they doing? Jetting across the desert and it just lost a, it? It was a high-speed whoops desert section i think probably just got crossed up on some whoops and uh, went for a hell of a man. ride but so i don't know if there'll be any footage comes out of that or not right but, uh what wow do you do? 
Yeah, that's so, yeah, so hopefully that's they hopefully they recover, recover well. yeah. for them. But that was really that was about the worst thing that I had seen or heard about the whole week so, so. far. <laughs> there was some gnarly crashes and stuff like that, but yeah. as far as injury wise, but all right. What do you do? Yep. Um, it was neat to have somebody in the race that was you had a vested interest in giving a shit if they finished or not. Matt tagged us in a story in one of his stories, and mm-hmm. the story had the picture of the side of the knockout buggy, yeah, with the top logo and the Nug Life on it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I thought that we was made the cool. live feed. Well, I said we. we. Um, <laughs> Evan made the live feed quite a bit. Yeah, I was watching it pretty religiously, and then every once in a while, I'd pop it up there, and they were uh, they were like, at one point, they were like, "Oh wow, that was, it's like a Porsche hood on that." I'm like right. that's badass looking. It is a like, Porsche. Oh look, Porsche sponsored rig, and I was like, "Oh, okay, oh god, that's funny." You think Porsche sponsors them? <laughs> oh my god, like wouldn't that be something? Oh, you know? eyes over there smacking their yeah, face. They're like, damn it, yeah, Porsche just writes a check. Yeah, well, well Porsche really wants to get into the off road racing and industry but again i don't want to talk <laughs> shit about the announcers because i don't want their job but like i severely doubt that porsche has sponsored a freaking 4400 race car <laughs> but I, maybe, maybe next year maybe, 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 maybe next need year to experiment and then explore that financial investment maybe option. kevin needs to reach out Porsche. <laughs> what do you call? Hey, uh, Mr. Porsche. Uh, listen, this is what I'm looking for. Like I'm here, doing a, bud. I'm doing a race, and I got your hood on my car. They're like, oh, really? Oh, oh, we're gonna sue you now, <laughs> defiling our yes, brand. You, image. you owe us money. Yeah. Well, that backfired. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, we made the live feed with uh, with the race car a few times. It's awesome. At one point, the tracker went shit, and we could not see. It, it hadn't updated in almost an hour. Oh, wow. And we're like, well, clearly it, it was showing a speed and then it didn't update. So we're like, nobody knew where he was at, where they were at, where anybody well, was at, no, where he was at. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And apparently it was, it was one of the farthest places away from Hammertown. So apparently they could not get him on the radio either. Oh, dang. So we were going through the like, what the fuck happened? Did something happen? Did the yeah. tracker just take a shit? Whatever. Who was co-driving with him? Heath Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, That's right, I forgot. So then uh, we're like, what the fuck? And uh, so finally, I'm just like watching the live feed and I see a, a car towing a car like pretty good speed across the desert. Uh-huh. And But I couldn't read. I was like, wow, that looks like Kevin's. Because they were doing it was a chase shot with a helicopter. Yeah. And I couldn't see. It was, of course, dust cloud. But right. I was like, that looks like his chase bar on the back of his buggy mm-hmm. and uh i'm like well i guess that's good that means they're moving and they're pulling somebody else they're not the one getting pulled so that's was that the case that's a good time and then they showed him again mm-hmm. from the side i'm like oh that was him and he's pulling whoever but i couldn't see who the oh, fuck okay. it was couldn't uh-huh. see the car number on the car they're pulling so obviously their tracker was fucked up because they're moving and their tracker's not moving yeah so i sent i think shelby was running their social media for knockout and i sent him a message and i was like pulling a car on the live feed moving mm-hmm. and so he called me he's like are they pulling brian and i was like i don't know who the fuck it was like it was some a, it was a fucking car <laughs> i couldn't see the number yeah and he's like, well, they were talking about possibly pulling some, pulling Brian, I think it was Brian Croft, Croft, something like that, okay. um, back, because they were only a couple miles outside of Hammertown, so they were going to grab him and pull him back. 
but their tracker hadn't stopped. So he's like, are they pulling him? And I'm like, yeah, they were pulling a car like 12 seconds ago. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, clearly just, he's like, number nine car, switch to their tracker, and then we could watch their tracker, and then sure shit, about the time they got to Hammertown, he was, was in Hammertown. I got you. But it was kind of funny, because like, I'm in fucking Illinois. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> they're pulling a car in the light, and they're like, is what? he pulling him? I'm like, well, you're fucking there. You should, you know what I mean? Like, I don't That's know. What somebody else was saying that same thing. One of the, wild. One of the uh, announcers was saying that too. He was like, he was like, it's crazy how fast the internet works because uh, somebody took a picture of my rig here at Hammertown and posted it on Instagram. And not 20 minutes later, one of my buddies from Chicago messaged me like, hey, is this your rig? And he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, cool. Well, it's supposed to hear on so-and-so shared it on Instagram. And it's like, just, it's just you know, like that fast. Yep. Like. I'm in Johnson Valley. My friend's in Chicago. He saw the picture on the internet of my rig before I saw it. Yeah. It's just like, well, that's how that was. It blew my mind after. I'm like, you guys are on the lake bed. Like, (laughs) I get it's not flat. Like, oh, it's a NASCAR race where, like, the shit's right there. You see what's happening. But you should have the information. But, boy, it was just kind of neat. I felt like I was involved for, like, 12 seconds. I'm like, oh, my God. Did you quickly run and get your your radio and your headset? headset And put my fucking helmet on. Yeah. (laughs) No. Ian's uh, Ian's in his truck, has his headset and his helmet on. He's like, I'm ready to go. Yo. So I found Kevin. <laughs> found his ass, but yeah, we're doing good. Just, we're uh, we're pulling a car back. It uh, it blows my mind how good the live because that just shows you how live it is. Oh yeah, like literally the guys out there did not know what's going on. Yeah. Kind of had bits and pieces, and you then just happened to catch the right piece. Catching of feed. it on the live feed, you're like, okay, yes, they are moving with a car behind them. Oh, but geez. at one point, so you could track brian's tracker yeah and you could read the speed and all that at uh, one point they were up like 35 or 38 mile an hour pulling this car across the desert they towed him like <laughs> just i said like 15 20 miles jesus like, wow what's uh what's the power plant in his car it's in a 62 ls i okay. believe god that's just hard but, on part like not exactly built to be a tow truck you know what i'm no, saying but like, no problem. Just, just pulling that load. But yeah, oh, we'll do the transmission just screaming. Well, yeah, it was, there, was, there was some trans issues, but we'll get into that next week. That's uh, probably a little deeper than we probably wanted to go, but yeah, either but still, way. KOH recap. Everybody's going to, you know, everybody's going to want to know what's going on with KOH. There's so many different extent. perspectives so, of the week. We're going to be so. a week behind, but it's so that we can get you a better, more detailed uh vision although apparently they know less than we do so maybe not never know (laughs) but we'll have more stuff more recaps on that this week we're bringing you a couple of canadians hey uh southern canadians they're Um, still canadians yeah they're still canadians i I hope they're still here i haven't really looked to see if they're still here they are still here um so we're gonna bring you a couple uh, Southern Canadians um, that we have had a couple of them on here before, but we're gonna start off. We're gonna introduce them. There's gonna be three of them, and we're gonna bring them in one by one. We're going to recap Snowfari event, and I don't have my notes in order, so I can't tell you where it was at because now I've forgotten. But I bet they can. So let's start off. Let's bring in DJ Scheller, aka Woo Dude. Can you hear me now? Hey guys, what's going on? What's good, good to talk. So this is DJ. Uh, if you guys are on the Trail Riders group, you've seen plenty of his stuff. You've seen that he built the one ton Dakota on the what is the Super Duty like half of a Super Duty frame and running gear. You saw what you swapped in the six seven as well, right? Uh, yeah, I wish. No. Um, 
<laughs> no, I basically just grafted the front portion of the Super Duty frame onto the existing middle section of the Dodge frame. Um, so basically everything from about the B pillar forward um, is all Super Duty, complete 100% um, suspension, steering, steering gearbox, the whole nine yards. And then I basically just adapted new engine mounts, uh, built new engine mount plates, uh, built a steering shaft. Um, figured out my brake lines and power steering lines. And, and other than um, just a couple odds and ends, it basically just slid right up under underneath that truck. It was just about perfect. I know you made it look easy. <laughs> you are a parts store's worst nightmare. Uh, what yeah, here's right? your vehicle? Uh, oh, front fine. or the back? <laughs> right. Depends on what part I'm looking yeah. for. Um, so did you? were you able to use the existing transmission crossmember then? Um, so what I did was I used the Ford transmission cross member okay. and then I built an adapter. I actually had to extend forward about six inches off of the factory Ford to reach the mount on the Dodge transmission. Gotcha. Hmm. That's intense. That's pimp. Right. Why did you end up so, going with the, uh, why did you end up using that much of the Ford front clip? Uh, essentially cause I, I didn't want to have to, um, engineer my entire suspension you know i've done yeah. that i did that on the samurai build um we there's saw, a lot of you know a lot less guesswork involved when you're just taking something that's already had millions of dollars of r&d put into it right so then the the you cut far enough back on the on the super duty chassis to integrate the cross member that has the uh front radius arm mounts in it Exactly. Gotcha, yep. I okay. came just, yeah. So the rate, so as you work your way back, you basically have the axle line, then back to where your radius arm brackets are. And then a little bit, I mean, right behind the radius arm brackets is your trans mount. Gotcha. And I cut just a little bit behind that. So Why I not? overlapped the frames by about 14 inches. Um, so I could get a, a good solid uh, weld penetration and, and contact between the two frames. But, um, yeah, so everything, Basically, from the trans mount forward is all completely, uh, you know, stock Ford Super Duty frame steering and suspension. That's awesome. So how, I got to How go did ahead. you figure that out? A, a lot of uh, hopes and wishes when I was buying shit and then a lot of measuring before I did the cutting. Well, that's what I mean. Like, a lot of beer. were you just sitting around drinking one night and like, you know, if I just cut that in half and cut that in half, it'll just work. Like, yeah, that's literally the stuff you, you sit just, around drinking, thinking up and then like, oh, no, but just kidding. I actually did it. And it's very successful. I love yeah, it. So I don't do a whole lot of drinking. So the crazy part is I think about this shit stone sober. That's, uh, a, that's why it works. Is that, is that, <laughs> I don't know if that's better or is that like at least if you're you're hammered. You have an excuse. Like, right. oh, that was a really fucking dumb idea. <laughs> well, I just blame the sober, alcohol, but like, yeah. if you're sober, like, it's not a dumb idea. It just doesn't, it just, it just works. It just, clearly, it just works. Uh, maybe <laughs> we maybe are I've doing been it wrong. doing it all wrong. <laughs> just give up alcohol so, and have cool shit. So, uh, yeah. So, did you already have that in mind when you bought the chassis, or was that like a happy accident? So what I had done is I picked up this Dakota out of my neighbor's farm field that he had basically set in the field to die mm -hmm. with weeds growing up around it. And I said, Hey, Joel, you know, what are you doing with that truck? I'd love to build that thing for an off-road rig. He said, well, what's a case of beer cost essentially. Jesus. He said, you come get it. I said, I'll give you a hundred dollars and a case of beer. So that's where we ended up. I gave him a hundred bucks, two cases of Labatt's blue, and I drug it across <laughs> the street to my house. 
for a what? Oh five. Uh, 05 Dakota, 185,000 miles, um, runs, 47 runs V8. Fine. But, like, I haven't seen it in person, but, but like, it doesn't look like a $100 two case of beer kind of a purchase. Depends on what day it is. Good <laughs> Lord. Like, it's pretty damn nice. <laughs> the right place at the right time. Damn it. I need more deals like that. Right? You got to ask. I know. You it. just got to ask. That's uh, the facts. So, um, okay. So you picked up the Dakota. Now, did you pick that Dakota up before? Like it was just before our trail riders run, wasn't it? Uh, just after, as a just, matter of okay, fact, just yeah, after. The, uh, the, tra- the trail riders run kind of gave me the ambition. I had talked oh, okay. to him about it one other time. And, uh, and after the trail riders run, I was kind of like, you know, I got to build something Jesus. on tons and forties just because I think it'd be fun. Right. So October, <laughs> we, uh, like October 20th day, <laughs> to ruin his life. Dude, that's everybody on this. Like half yes. the people that listen to this thing are like, yep. My life's been ruined because of this podcast. I guess Ooh, I'm in it for the long haul. You're welcome. Um, right. So, uh, yeah. So, like, October 25th or something like that, you picked up this Dakota, and then you go wheeling with it, like, January 25th? Yeah. Put so, tongue, yeah, it was about... Swamped. It, was, it was late October when I got the Dakota, <laughs> and then I looked it all over, fixed it up a little bit, determined that it was going to be a solid starting point, and then I went and picked <laughs> up... Uh, my my original thought was just to put it back together and run some 35s on it for a while yeah. until I wanted to do something kind of wild with it. But after the initial inspection, like all the control arms were wasted, the rack and pinion was wasted, the wheel yep. bearings and brakes, everything was junk on it. Everything from that sitting you, in the field. As much as it was going to so cost just, to do that. I just started doing some measuring and looking around and and uh, decided that instead of investing money to put it back to a factory state, that I would invest that same amount of money and find a, a nice super duty chassis to, That's, you know, figure out how to use the parts off of it. So That's how'd what I you come done. across that? How'd you come across the what? super duty chassis? Uh, I was just looking around. It was a Facebook marketplace. Find um, the dude was Love like it. 25 miles from my house. Jesus. It was a 08 chassis out of Texas that came up to Michigan the year before. So it sat around in his yard for about a year but it was a Texas chassis. So it was nice and clean still. I got a bit of a personal question. Um, I know here recently the winner of the Powerball was in Michigan. It wasn't you by chance. Was it? I wish I was just wondering, you got all these other deals. I thought maybe that was it too. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. So <laughs> I wish As man. He's, no, he's I, uh, sitting on I, a, he's sitting on a chair made of money right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, it wasn't me. I don't know who it was. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. So you picked up that thing, you picked up the chassis. So wait, did you already know that you were going to graph the chassis before you picked that up or you picked it up and you're like, Hmm, I wonder. So I picked it up with the intent to basically use what I could. Right. So once I got it home, I started measuring between the two things. Originally I had planned to kind of finesse some of the Ford frame in right about at the firewall. And then just use, you know, like the spring perches and the shock mounts and the steering gearbox, you know, again, that would be kind of a factory setup. But the more I measured, the more I was able to determine that um, the frame widths were almost identical right about at the B pillar. So if anybody wants to know, a third gen Dakota is a box tube frame and the outside to outside measurements are 37 and a half. And on a Ford Super Duty chassis is a C-channel frame, and the inside of the C-channels measure 37 and a half. 
which is get how I decided here. <laughs> I'm just going to graph these frames together. Does this not make you want to go buy a fucking Dakota? <laughs> it makes me want to just start cutting more shit in half. I have clearly made it very, very clear before that like i love cutting shit in half uh uh-huh. mine never works out that good <laughs> i i literally cut it in half and then i go oh oh damn yeah it doesn't no it doesn't Just do that slides together that's God ridiculous almighty, man that's insane <laughs> love it uh <laughs> were you able to reuse the factory ford body mounts yes yeah, so what i did is i <laughs> <laughs> so I, so, yep. So I referenced everything off of the A pillar body mounts, oh my which God. gave the front axle like a four or four and a half inch stretch forward, which is probably what not the perfect from, the, <laughs> yeah. from the factory mount. And I did have to extend the the Dodge body mounts were about uh, three quarters of an inch wider on both sides, so I had to do a little bit of a finesse. Oh, but I referenced yeah. the whole thing <laughs> off the body mounts. That's ridiculous. You took a quarter ton truck grafted a three-quarter ton frame to it oh, if that's man. not a testament to how beefy they built the fucking dakota <laughs> like why is the dakota frame boxed that's in the impressive. same width as a f-250 frame uh are they the same height like when you when you wrap the frame around it did you have to make a gusset that went from the bottom of the f-250 frame up or top down or was it the so same? what I did is I had to uh, I had to cut the top plate out of the the C channel on the F two fifty frame um, because the C uh, the boxed frame of the Dakota was just I mean within an eighth inch of not being able to slide into the C. So wait, so the, like the Dakota box frame is taller than the C channel on the F two fifty. It was basically the same. It just wasn't short enough to slide into the C. So I had to cut the top plate of the C off. Hmm. So that way we could set the Dakota that was on the hoist down into the Ford frame, like from the top down. That's beautiful. I mean, that's the, that's a great way to do it. So you were able to weld. Did you do like plug welds on the side of the Ford chassis too? I cut a big V in it to a big oval oval hole that was already existing in the frame. So I, so like a a big V to an oval to a big V back down and then welded every, every contact surface. You got a ton of weld surface on that. Yeah. 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 Jesus. They overlapped by about 14 inches. So there's a, there's a bunch of weld. Yeah. The essentially the Ford frame is its own fish plate. Exactly. Yeah. Good grief. That's dude. That is so awesome. Like that just blows my mind. I love it. I can't wait to see this thing in person. Why don't we do another wheeling event? Hey, are you coming down here for uh, like uh, uh, the Knox Joe Winterfest event in uh, on March 5th and 6th? I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, I think that maybe could be a possibility. Okay. I'd have to uh, I know see what my schedule is like. There's a lot of Mich- Michiganians coming down here. Is there really? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Know that. There's a lot of guys from Michigan that come down for the XJ event. With XJs? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. We'll slip you right in. You look just like an XJ with the topper on there. Man, I am all about wheeling with shitboxes because <laughs> I am right there with you. I am 100% shitboxy. Nice. Yes. Yeah. All right. So let's get, uh, let's introduce our next person. Now that we've got caught up, we've got to uh, speed on the old Dakota. Let's bring in our next guest, which is Rick from Crawler Off-Road. Hola. Hey guys, how Hello. we doing? <laughs> oh, we're alive and kicking. Yeah. Um, uh, you had to wake me up for my nap. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah, I'm sure you listen to DJ talk all the time. You're like, oh, this guy again. Still talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I was I was there helping, so I kind of knew the story. Right. Still pretty cool, though. 
Like how many times? Been, how many uh, times did you just scratch your head and go, "Really?" <laughs> oh, dude! I, like you can ask him. I literally just kept stopping and staring <laughs> the whole day. We were merging the frames. I just kept stopping and staring, and I'm like, "Dude, are you shitting me? Really? <laughs> what do you? That fits? It's that easy? That's awesome. I still don't. I mean, <laughs> like, and then, then he blows my mind. And then he goes and and drives the damn thing seventy two mile an hour down the highway. <laughs> Well, I mean, it is technically just a Ford, like, <laughs> drivetrain at that point. Did you guys re-gear it at all? No, it's still running a factory 373. Oh I haven't God. invested in a gear set yet. So it's on, uh, yeah, 39s, 373 okay. gears. But it was able to hold 70 mile an hour with the cruise control. <clears throat> it wow. still works. With the cruise well, control. Think, so, like, He's got fucking cruise control on a wheeling rig. Well, because he didn't change anything. Half and welded. Oh, we didn't change God. anything. He probably has air conditioning and everything else. <laughs> I'm a, yes I'm, I'm triggered he says yes <laughs> air conditioning cruise control push button four-wheel drive i mean you know just a few of the amenities no 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 <laughs> I, I, I swapped to a manual t case okay but at the at the same time uh the f-250 runs a 373 drive a 373 year on a stock 35 inch tire so going to a 39 is not that much higher no you're running a, I mean, not that it's going to be a powerhouse of any sorts, but it shouldn't actually have too much trouble uh, running down the road. Um, how was the gear? How did the gear set feel on it? Does it feel pokey off the line? It's not bad. You know, the uh, the 545 RFE Trans has a three to one first gear yep. ratio, so it's really not, not all terrible. that bad off the line. That's um, what that has. It, it is a 545. Yeah, it's got wow. a five, yeah, it's a it's a half ton it's a half ton powertrain in that's that. That's the same. Dakota. That's the same yep. trans that's in the KJ. Jeez, have fun yeah, with your the same trans fun. that would be in a that would be the same one that would be in a diesel KJ. My a gas KJ would have a forty two or LE. Well, then you come on over here and you tell me why mine has a five forty five in it. What year? Are we going to do this again? Pre oh five. Yes, oh three. Okay. Yeah. That'd be why. Yeah, mine has the dual inner filters. I have the canister. The so it was originally it was originally a forty five RFP that somebody put a put the tune into. Put the tune into. Yeah, the forty five RFP and the five forty five RFP are physically the exact same transmission. Uh huh. When Chrysler developed the forty five RFP, well, actually, they developed it as a five forty five, but due to emissions and other reasons, they released it as a four speed. Oh. which was the 45 RFE. And then uh, I don't remember what year they came out with it, but they came out with a flash for the TCM that gave you a fifth ratio, which essentially is a second overdrive. Oh, huh. I think so I'm gonna... it, would have, it has a, it has like a 0.73 and then a 0.65 or something How overdrive. That I'm... Yeah, it's 0.71 and 0.67. Wow. There you go. Mine has, Mine has, I believe mine must be a 45 RFE then because I don't believe I have five gears, but I could be wrong. If you, if you wanted to, if you knew somebody at a dealership, you could probably get it flashed and have, dude, have the fifth well, gear. The, kinda, ship, the, ship box has cool. got, the ship box has got 220,000 miles on it and got laid over by a tree. I don't think we need to be putting tunes into it. <laughs> or, or do you? <laughs> I don't know. At this point right now, the thing I'm thinking about is, do I just go out and buy a Super Duty with four tens? Like, a, just go buy a set of Super Duty axles with four tens and just swap the body them right on it. Done? Yes. No, no, I'm not going to set the body on it. We're going to graft it underneath. It's fine. We're going to cut the whole top part of the chassis out of the of the uh, Super Duty. Just going to cut the top off the C and then just lay the unibody down inside of it. 
Oh boy. Hold on, I'll be right go. back. Ian, where's your tape measure? Yeah. <laughs> you might you might have to push the firewall back a little bit to clear the diesel though. Nah, it's fine. No. Well, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Six, seven kg. Or you'll yeah. just have the fan. You could have the fan sticking out the grill and use it as a propeller. <laughs> I love I it. I mean, at this point, why not, why right? Why not? Yes. Uh, I should just I should just do that. Go ahead and like lay it on top of a on top of a six seven chassis with the six seven in it. And then I'll get the uh, CRD stickers for the back of the KJ. <laughs> there you go. I Done. guarantee you the six seven will last fifty times longer than the CRD. I bet there's a, I bet there's the same chance of it catching on fire though. <laughs> Technicalities, okay. We're not here for that. Uh, love Thanks. it. All right, let's get the last of the guests in here. Last but not least, Fred. Has anybody seen Fred? He's still still sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we got the trio in here now. Fred, how are you? Not too bad. How are you guys? I can't complain. Yeah, we're here. It's cold. Is it cold up there? Yeah, it fucking sucks. Yeah, it's cold. Very cold. Yeah, Yeah. it was less than single digits when I came here. Yeah. I think it was. Well, no, I take that back. It was three degrees when I left the house. It was negative three when I woke up. (laughs) <laughs> it, was it was coming up fast we're getting ready to have a heat wave yeah it's, yeah. it's coming <laughs> anyway um so the reason we guys we have you guys on here today not only to talk about the dakota and the the awesomeness that is you guys putting that stuff together but is uh for snowfari the snowfari event that you guys did last year and then uh got a trophy for last year right did you get a trophy this year no so um, this year was different because of the the whole COVID thing, yeah, um, they there was no banquet. Um, like, there's normally a banquet where that's where the the awards are given out. Mm-hmm. That's where the raffle is, um, and then of course the the meals provided. Um, we didn't that, that didn't happen this year because of COVID. They couldn't have we we weren't allowed to have uh, any indoor dining. Right? I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. so Michigan was shut down to any indoor dining until like three days later or whatever it was. But, uh, the, so we only did the one day this year and they limited it to like, I want to say it was like maybe a hundred people, 50 vehicles range. Um, which normally, um, I, I did a, I pre preempted this. I asked the guy that organizes it a few questions and got some, some data about the, or some information about the event. Normally he shoots for 250 participants with around a hundred vehicles. Um, and he, he said, he, he said he wants to do more, but he's limited on the banquet facility capacity. Hmm. Um, cause we use a hotel that has a banquet center attached to it. So everything's all in one location, basically. So you can get totally hammered and party all night long and then just stumble back to your hotel room. You don't have to leave. Right. Which is nice. Handy. So, right. <clears throat> yeah um and the, the hotel's badass they got an awesome pool hot tub atrium area um like i said they attached a banquet hall um and actually they have multiple halls so we use different rooms throughout the weekend because you have a one room is where you go to sign up for your trail rides and then the big big hall is where we have the the saturday night banquet um so this year we we didn't do that um we were we were still invited back because we we're a sponsor last year and we have 
basically agreed to continue to sponsor um, in the future as, as years go on. So we're hoping that next year for 2022, we can be completely back to normal, um, you know, with the full banquet, uh, full raffle and everything. Um, so nobody really got prizes this year. Not uh, Nobody got awards this year. Bummer. Yeah, but the uh, Ryan Ryan did say that uh, that he would love to talk to you guys about coming next year. Yeah, I was to see if he can fly us in or not. Fly us in, I'll be I'll be a big time celebrity by next year. I think. Oh, you think so? No, I don't. But I mean, it sounded it sounded cool. Me too. I'm hoping I'm a big time celebrity by next year. So I mean, he could. Yeah, he could fly us in. We could send him our people's info. People, yeah, send send him our people's info. So, uh, okay. So where was, where is Snowfari held? It's held in West Branch. The hotel is in West Branch, Michigan. Um, and then we, we leave out of the hotel in the rigs. It's a, it's a, you have to be plated and insured. You have to be a semi streetable vehicle. Um, (laughs) and I, and I say semi streetable because I did take the samurai last year and I did have one of the guys tell me that i hit 50 mile an hour in the samurai i don't i mean 40s okay. with two and a half pounds of air and yeah. four link front and rear i'm yeah. fine with that it's just the like plated so you have to be insured so I, don't, I don't believe him because i think that truck's only going to hit 50 mile an hour if it's on fire but uh yeah you never know but anyway you, you have to be <laughs> semi-streetable um and they go all through west branch into st helens oh yeah just... i don't know if you've ever seen or heard any of the video of like the st helen motorsports area they've got a big rock garden oh my um you know there's there's actually a lot of hills up there unlike we have down here in the in the lower part mm-hmm. um in fact the 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 hills are what created the most uh some of the most interesting events that last weekend yeah, I heard. But, I heard uh, some a little something, something about that. We're gonna have to get into that talk because I want to hear that story. Oh, I think yeah. that's the whole reason oh, we have we all three of you on here is for that story. <laughs> oh no, there's there's more than one story. Oh okay. There's, um, between <laughs> between Fred and I, we have we have claimed three doors. <laughs> oh my face! Shut up. Mine works too. It's just <laughs> a mine's, little different shape. Mine's fixed. <laughs> Yeah, I think I did see the I picture of one of the doors. I my window up. Oh, well, you don't need windows anyway. I had, I, I had to, I had to grab the the door skin and yank it back off the window. At first, so I was wanting to make it to this event, and then with the cliffs closing down abruptly, I really wanted to take advantage of that of getting to that park just so I could say that I'd been to it. So if they don't have Snowfari ever again, I'm going to be really angry. Um, but uh, the they will. Yeah, hopefully. Um. Yeah, going wheeling three times in one month and then looking at the wife and be like, oh, well, glad you got to stay home with the kid. I, I just don't think that would have went over that well. You know? Should have tried it. <sighs> I didn't have a tow rig either. I would have uh, had to borrow the father-in-law's F-250 again. Hell, uh, you know. You know, hey, like DJ, how's it? How's it go about tow rigs? The DJ, I think you have something to say about that. <laughs> Here we go. Here we uh, go. I guess I don't know what you're insinuating there, Rick. You, you don't need tow rigs. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have a perfectly good tow rig. Yeah, he has a multi-purpose. You can't keep a trailer. He has a multi-purpose. Yeah, I just can't in, keep a trailer worth a shit. <laughs> yeah, he has a uh, amphibious amphibious Dakota. Yeah, it's both a boat and a highway vehicle. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Trailers are exactly. Trailers are for boats, and he didn't want to be in that. You know, trailers he didn't want to have that stigma. Boats. So yep. <laughs> he yeah. just pulled it off the trailer and every, drove it. Every race car's a boat. 
<laughs> exactly. I live the trailer <laughs> life and I'm proud of it. Well, DJ was trying yeah, to live the trailer life. Yep. And then it's so, no yeah. news that I had trouble with my gosh dang trailer. All right, guys. It's I mean, come definitely on. Definitely no news <laughs> since you were the poster child for episode 59. <laughs> right. I will say and you're I, welcome. I did. Yeah, I appreciate that because like it worked so perfectly. Like it was a it was fresh photo. Timing. It was. Yeah. Like those photos rolled out right as we were recording. And I was like, oh, I'm done. I was like, well, I don't have any good photos like that. So I just use this one. Yep. And uh, and then DJ, I, you were like, I, I do my maintenance. I am very maintenance oriented. And I'm I wasn't picking on you by using the photo. It's just that I did not have photos. Because when my trailer did that in 2017, I didn't take any pictures. I was like, fuck. <laughs> and also, yeah, it, I didn't it's have embarrassing tools. enough, right? Yes. I didn't have tools or any way to fix it. We actually on in my situation, I was not that far. I was only about 30 miles from the park. I backed the Jeep off the trailer, took the ratchet strap, ratchet strapped the axle up and then had Jess follow me the back roads to the uh, park because my my rig was definitely not streetable. Because that's back. That was back when uh, Loki was definitely only a trail rig. It was super tall, like way taller than it is now. And it had the 38 inch bias plies on it with broken belts in the rear tire. So it like hopped. Like once you get a 30 mile an hour, you were basically like hopping off the ground. It was a long <laughs> and, and I think it was aired down too. it was a long drive. Well, that, that 30 miles was a long drive on the back roads. Kind of kind of on that topic. Have you guys seen the comanche uh aaron comanche build uh yeah. the brown tan old yeah. man tan comanche on 43 psls just what's like his? very similar to ian's setup yeah what's his uh you know the vehicle i'm talking about yeah, yeah aaron what's aaron's last name i don't know osterman aaron, thank you aaron osterman. osterman yep yeah we so uh we, we met were going him. to valleys uh-huh and he shows up with just the comanche just drove it there. He left his house with it on a trailer. Uh oh. And we're like, we're like, dude, where's where's the truck? Like he's like, yeah, but shit out of trans. Goddamn four oh, sixties, right? Jesus. So he he basically talked to us for a few minutes, turned around, drove the Comanche back to where he left the truck and trailer, and towed the truck. Unhooked back. the trailer from the truck. Uh-huh. Hooked the trailer to the Comanche. Loaded the Chevy on oh, the trailer get out of here. and towed the tow rig home <laughs> with the Comanche. That's baller status. <laughs> Does that still have the four liter in it? Yes. Oh my god, baller! <laughs> hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, <laughs> the, when the four L sixty E takes a shit, so you take the AW four back to pick it up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that hey, is man, beautiful. Whatever works, right? Oh my god. Some people just make it work. I, mean, Nobody, I, like, they, I told them like, I told them a half dozen times, take my truck and trailer, go, you know, go drag your shit home and then and come back like, and then bring your, you know, back. We'll, we'll worry about getting, cause we were, uh, we could have left my truck at Fred's dad's, which is like 10 minutes from the park. Right. So I was like, dude, just take my truck and trailer. Uh, we can ride home with Fred, leave my shit box at the, at Fred's dad's, you know, no big deal. Yeah. And he's like, no, nah, I'll be good. I'll just cruise her home. Jesus. How far does he live from Rocks and Valleys? We didn't know when. He, oh, he lives about. Well, he lives not far from DJ. So, what's that about? Hour and 45 minutes? Oh, my At God. least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, not like right 20, 20 minutes down the road. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. But I, I, I want to say that I want to say that the Chevy took a dump like only like 
he was way closer to home than he was to the park, if I remember correctly. So did he like, I think he for drew- whatever reason, he just decided to drive the, the Comanche just for shits and giggles. Like, yeah. Because oh, know, well, I'm so here he anyway. Say he did. So did he drive it there and wheel any, or did he just drive there, say hey, and then go back? Yeah, just drove, said hey, and turned around and went back. <laughs> I got I got shit to do. I got to go, you know, play tow truck. So uh, yeah, yeah, have a good one. I drove an hour here just to you know just to stretch the legs a little bit, make yeah. sure that it was roadworthy on, on 43 stickies. It's awesome. fine. <laughs> or no, are his stickies? Yeah, his are stickies. Oh, I, yeah. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure when I we talked about the same tire. I'm pretty sure they're stickies because when we're talking about the price tag, I'm pretty sure it was in sticky territory. Ugh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah I, I don't remember for sure. Uh, that's and I wonderful. Also, no, you know what? You know what? I'm sorry. When when that happened, he was still on his 40-inch or 42-inch oh. IROC or whatever ones he oh, had okay. on the 20-inch wheels. Gotcha. Okay. The, that he makes he me had a feel better. The 20-inch wheels with like the, the inner air beadlocks. Yeah. They were like a normal <laughs> wheel, but, he, but it had the... the out or the bag inside that you could inflate and it becomes a beadlock, I guess. Uh, I don't remember what those were called. Uh-huh. The stall was that the stall? So he was sitting on the IROX. So I think those were just a standard bias tire. Yeah. Even still, like that's pretty awesome. And to take go to go back on 40s, essentially. This was, this was a couple of years ago. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, my toe yeah. took a shit. So I just drove my drove my rig here. It's fine. Yep. It would have been even better if it was on the stickies. I would have been like that would have been awesome to see. You just roll I, up. I truly, I don't think he would even have considered it because I'd be, I bet it would just destroy the tires. That much I wouldn't want to talk here. about dollars you per know. mile. <laughs> that is dollars. I think you would have lost a couple. I lost a couple dollars worth of tread on that. God, I don't even think. But I, don't, I mean, in all honesty, I don't think the tires could even support the weight. Oh no, yeah. I wasn't They just started breaking. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about towing it back. I was thinking about just driving just pure it. Driving, the, yeah, driving. Oh my god, towing with stickies. <laughs> driving it driving it i mean it, you'd wear down some tread but Without you could drive towing them. Stickies, they'll warm up but yeah they won't you shouldn't be too bad to drive them i yeah. mean look at all the guys that do i mean there's a lot of stickies on the ultimate adventure every year doing 70 mile an hour down the freeway mm-hmm. stuff, well 65 or whatever they do right so that's crazy so yeah, when, yeah you, that's when you put fun. that trailer on the back i was like Ooh. all right back to snowfari talk <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome but yeah we uh so okay so you guys went up to snowfari see when i saw the first picture that dj sent when he got there it was him sitting outside of somewhere in town and there was not a single flake of snow to be found and i was like oh maybe this was a good year for me not to go so was there much snow was it normal less than in the trails was pretty good yeah it was not a record year by any means but right it was better than some of the previous years. Oh, that's good. At least there's at least there's snow for snow far. I feel like if it was just dirt, you'd have to change the name. Yeah. Yeah. Dirt Fari. Dirt Fari. Wood, yeah. Woods, Woods Fari. Uh-huh. We've done Ice Fari a couple times. And that <laughs> ice Fari. <laughs> you changed it the wrong way. We're supposed to go towards warmer. You went towards way worse. <laughs> no. The, so the first year I went, the weekend before snow Fari hit 45 degrees. Oh, my. And Ooh. melted everything on Saturday. Then Sunday, the temperature dropped to like 25 degrees. And stayed there. And so it literally, every <clears throat> trail and every hill was a sheet of ice. That's wonderful. It how how was that? Yeah, I bet. Winching every hill? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, I know no, about we that. We didn't winch very I many of them, that. but we, we, 
you would hit the bottom of the hill at 30, 40 mile an hour and pray that you made it up to the top side. Otherwise, then, it was a hell of a ride back. Although oh I have gosh. experienced a worse ride back now. Now? That's not good. Yeah. I'm not going in the right direction, man. Why is it progressing worse? You yeah, went to- DJ, you want right. to take the lead on that story? Yes. Well, yeah. So we were out wheeling in the snow because there was some snow. And uh, it just so happened that uh, we came up to this hill. They call it T-Case Hill because it's full of full of whoops before you uh before you start to ascend this uh i don't know what is that rick probably a couple hundred foot long at like 30 some degrees at least 35 degrees yeah maybe 25 degrees but it was uh at least 100 150 feet because yeah we had four 20 foot straps and an 80 foot winch line (laughs) oh my god so that so it turned out that uh the, the Dakota was a little bit overweight and a little undertired for uh, this particular hill. Uh-huh. And um, so I gave it my go two or three times. I was still working out, shaking out some uh, new new build blues. I have a harness issue near the PCM that was shutting off injector one. So I was dealing oh. with a misfire and and some rev limiting because of a limp mode in the PCM and, and whatnot. So I was kind of working some of that out, but I gave it my best two or three times and just didn't make it up the hill. So in our infinite wisdom, I said, Hey, Ricky, why don't you turn around back down the hill? Well, slide down the hill and let's hook up together with a crawler rope and see if we can go up this thing together. Maybe you can give me what I need to get to the rest of the way. Yeah. So but right, I was right in front of him in the lineup and I got to the hill and I literally first gear four low, just walked across the whoops. And then just started to slowly get into the throttle. And I basically walked the hill. No big deal. So I thought, well, as, as easy as I made it up that hill, I thought if we actually give it some gumption, I can drag his ass over the top of the hill. No big deal. Oh boy. So I backed down and started sliding down the hill. <laughs> we hook up the kinetic strap and we gave her hell. And it wasn't enough. <laughs> and, so you get, and so now you got drugged back down the hill, hooked to a strap? Yeah, we both went down backwards. On the end of a twenty-foot nice. <laughs> Hence the I've had I've had worst go downs. Yeah. <laughs> is that where you lost a? Is yeah, that where you lost a door? Looking in your rearview mirror, looking in the rearview mirror, and all you can see is his hood because you're so close to him <laughs> sliding down the hill, and you have no control because you're on a solid sheet of ice. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, like you're just, I'm just looking time. at that bull bar. I'm looking at that bull bar, just thinking, well, it's a good thing I got another tailgate sitting at the house because yeah. I'm going to lose this one. But yeah, you I ended up having to throw it in reverse and gun yeah. it because he was coming down pretty quick at me. So I actually <laughs> had to drag him backwards while we're sliding down a sheet of ice. When you're so kidding. he didn't run yeah. into me. Did you guys watch yeah, any oh, of the King what? of Hammers stuff? Because you're doing it wrong. You're supposed to hit the yeah. guy in front of you and push him like up, the, up hill. the hill. Yeah. 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 Amateurs. Amateurs. Yeah. Maybe next maybe yeah, next so, time we'll try that. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. that sounds like a better yeah. option on paper. That? You remember that feeling you had of the kinetic rope when you when you pulled me out of the mud there? Yes. It was the and other way. How, how you got that amplification of the kinetic? Well, it works in reverse. So yeah. when I got to the end of that rope and we stretched her real nice and tight, DJ was sliding backwards oh, down the hill. Boy. I ah. got I got slung shot down backwards. the hill. Oh my gosh. I thought that was actually wonderful. With about a 30% with about a 30%. That's uh, like yeah. Spongy effect. 
<laughs> that's gotta be one that had to be wonderful oh, yeah, like I'm sure it was you're good. like you're like going uphill and all of a sudden you come to a stop and all of a sudden Wah! and you're like your front tire your tires are still going in one direction and you're going the other <laughs> It's yeah. like a, it's like an amusement uh-huh. ride. Felt great. You know I mean, the yeah, well, you know the rides. That's about, that's about how it went. You know the rides where you're like it's on a it's like a straight uh it's like it shoots you straight up in the air and then it comes free falling back down. Mm-hmm. It really felt like that. Like he went and shot up the hill and then all of a sudden got shot back down. Let's see, like the rides <laughs> designed for that. Yeah, so so you, this yeah, one, you know what's coming. I bungee corded his ass backwards for uh, sure. Yes. Well, I mean, if you if you looked at physics, you would have known that was coming. Yep. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I knew if they didn't make it, it was going to be bad. But I thought, I thought as easy as I went up, I'm like, shit, we'll make it. We'll make yeah, it just fine. Was this on the, uh, was this on the, this wasn't on the patties. Was it? What tires did you have on that no, thing? I was oh, on the TSL. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And what tires are on the Dakota? Junk. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were used and they, they, they were affordable. So, well, they went down yeah, the so highway. I picked up a set of used, um, BFG off-road tires that a guy was running on a pre-runner. So the oh, rears okay. are a BFG KR2 uh-huh. and the fronts are a Baja TA. Mm-hmm. So they're mismatched tread, which not the end of That's the world. That's what I was but, noticing. Uh, I wasn't sure what that front tread was. I was like, what is that front tread? Like that is not an, in, a mud terrain by any means. It's a sand. No, yeah, that's it's a sand just terrain. a Baja TA. Yeah. Gotcha. That makes, yep. that makes more sense. I was like, what is that? Exactly? We're ready for KOH 2022. Oh yeah. He definitely was right. Yes. yes. 100%. $200 for a set of forties. Come on now. Yeah. You can't pass I, that. Yeah, that's, that's true. Fred, where it was were you? just a, yeah, it was to build the truck around essentially. Yeah. You know, they'll work. To, they got you to snow and back. So that's a good start. Right. Fred, where were you at in all of this debauchery? Debauchery? Debauchery. Uh, I was uh, <laughs> the next vehicle behind DJ. So I was just sitting there for about 40 minutes waiting on him to try and make it. Just watching and laughing, like what are these two guys doing? <laughs> Look at these idiots. Yeah, we ended up having to we ended up having to winch him up the hill and then use two TJs. We had to ink the t- the front TJ was the winch, and then we had to put another TJ behind that one to anchor the first one, so the oh DJ gosh. heavy ass didn't just pull the first one over the hill. And we ran out the eighty foot winch rope, and like I said, probably I think it was three or four twenty foot flat straps and my pre saver. Man, I had a thirty like ten I, feet. I had a thirty <clears throat> foot in there too in the mix. Wow! All right, so then it was a thirty two twenties and my ten foot tree saver. Hundred feet of line, so, no big yeah, deal. About eighty feet. So he was, but <laughs> we had about one hundred and sixty foot of line out. We were able to winch him up until the winch got to the you know to the winch ran out of steam, and then the first thought was just to anchor him to a tree and reset the winch. But then I thought I, I ended up just guiding the two TJs backwards down the hill use we literally turned dj into the counterweight and he slowly crept up the hill and lowered the two tjs down the other side of the hill oh my until gosh. wow dj awesome. got to almost to the top and then we were able to unhook everything and we have- drive the rest of the way out and then fred was able to come up okay and then fred just drove up and drove over was like what's you guys issue yeah yep yeah how's yeah, the- i don't understand what his problem was man <laughs> how's the wine so doing hit tires yeah, so there was a few things working against me and I'll explain Rabbit. this to you. And it's only going to take a second. When we aired down, it was zero freaking degrees. And so was my tire pressure gauge. So when my tire oh. pressure gauge said 10, apparently that meant 22. Oh my. And you're not supposed to use a gauge when you're in snow, when you're in snow, you just air down until the sidewall, until the rims almost touching the ground. 
Let hey, stop it. And then you're done. <laughs> you stop your life. <laughs> if you'd, have, no, seen look, the, if I you'd watched, have seen the cracking in the sidewalls on these tires, you would not have done that. I watch I watch yes. Chris DeFord up in uh up there in the mountains and stuff when he goes snow wheeling every week and fuck you, Chris. And uh <laughs> um I watch him and how he does it is he just takes the cores out right on this 44 inch boggers, and then when it when the tire when the wheel tries to touch the sidewall, like when the two sidewalls are touching on the inside, then you know you're ready. That's how you right. know. Yeah, that's how you snow yeah. wheel. I've seen it. It's it's how those guys up there do yeah. it. They're professionals. I just want to helicopter in once or twice for that. I will guarantee you if you helicopter in, if you not helicopter, if you fly to his location, he will take you along. I know. He will I'm I think maybe either he will or his wife will, and he'll have to stay at home. One of the two, being a two seater. One of the two will take you for a, a spin up the mountain in the snow. Bind with that. Okay, let's go. His, dude, we can two for it. Like a two for one. It. Yeah, we can just go. We'll fly to Chris. Yep. And we'll do that. Right. Yep. And then when we get done snow wheeling, we will hit up Bruce oh. and we'll go pick up your Toyota <laughs> and then drive it back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is like a good time. Done, done oh, and done. Boy. Okay. We got our plan set up. We missed well, KOH, but we're going to go pick up. We're going to go. Uh, cruise the, road, the countryside. We're going to go roadkill a Toyota back here. I like it. I'd love to do that. But. <laughs> oh, you'd love to do it, but you don't want to pay to do it. I actually do Dick. it. Like it'd be a cool experience. I Amen. just don't want to like. <sighs> it'd be so awesome. You just don't know what to do with me. No, not even that. <laughs> not even that. Uh, so much content. We'd have so much content. Need a sponsor. We can get them. It's doable. I need a sponsor. Hi, complete off road. Yeah. <laughs> Looking we at should you. hit up the crawler guys. Oh yeah. We haven't talked to them in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if they can do something for us. <laughs> As the phone goes yeah, the silent, phone is now <laughs> awfully quiet. <laughs> do, 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 do. Anyway, um, yeah, snow wheeling—it's something we aspire to do, but we live down here in Illinois where we don't get snow. Uh, not anything to yeah, wheel. Well, next year, you guys better be up here. Oh man, I hope so. I hope my tow pig is back uh, in full swing and gosh, can do that's it. gonna be tight. Why? When was you, snow you like last year? Yeah. Oh, if you're trying to do KOH I'm as doing well, KOH next. You I mean, said that I last said, year. No, uh, no, nope. you don't get to I do told it twice. My wife, I said, uh, if Hell I'm not on the lake bed next year, I'm selling every fucking thing of off road oh, that nice. I absolutely. Own. Now, are you just gonna C class it up there? You gonna drive it over there? Yeah. Okay. You're not gonna fly it. Nope. Yep. You're taking your rig. But see, here's my problem. This year, I was so hell bent on. The racing series. Take no, oh. taking my shit. Oh, I should have just not. I should have just said fuck that and been done. Bought a plane ticket and worked out the logistics of that and been yeah. done and just been there. Right. So I'm gonna have that as gonna be my backup plan in place. But I like I told her I said I'm I'm done with this shit. I said I should have just fucking bought a yep. plane ticket. If it wasn't for work and having to be down there, I probably would have done it. If it wasn't for new baby, new ish baby, and like the wife yeah like not the wife to covid not nope. the wife COVID. Well, i'd have been there we had everything figured out like if it hadn't been for covid we'd have thrown him on a plane we'd have been to california and met with my uncle and my aunt mm-hmm. out there in california i'd have dropped her and owen off with the aunt they would yep. have like played around in ventura county like let them do their thing yep and then my uncle and i would have jetted out to the lake bed and party on garth yep if I'm not on the lake bed next year, I'm selling everything. Selling everything? Yep. All right. Everything off-road. You guys heard it here first. Yep. Uh, next February, if yep. Ian is no longer a podcast host, you know why. Yep. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm like i'm so done with like oh i should have been there because every um, year i just come up with some bullshit oh yeah on not going well that's how it goes so well, yeah I'm, you just have to like i'm commit. fucking done i'm doing it yep you just have to make time for it yep that's the same thing like two weeks now i've been wanting to get out there to the crew cab to put brakes on it mm-hmm. haven't done it i looked at jess i'm like i just have to literally just set aside a time and say this is what's happening at that time yep not like oh well if i get a chance i'll get over there yep. like no no oh, I'm just like, gonna this do is it. what's the that day revolves around the truck. If I get the truck done, I can do something else. But the truck is priority. Yep. I'm learning slowly, slowly. Um, not at all. This is true. It's not your motivation. But anyway, what else happened at Snowfari? Hello. Well, I uh, I drug <laughs> a dead body around the woods all day. Drug a dead body around the woods all day. <clears throat> yeah, at least that's what it looked like when we were done. <laughs> what my, was it? Uh, my transfer case. My transfer case was working on a Bluetooth modification. Oh, nice. And uh, so I was puking trans fluid out the tail shaft oh. all day un- until it stopped going forward. Hmm. Nice. Um, that sounds like an awful, so, like, yeah. So, yeah. Then uh, then we decided that in our infinite wisdom, we would just hook a 20-foot medic rope between Fred and I. And he could drag me through the super tight tree-laden trails. Um, and that cost me a door. Hey, I've been Boy. there before. And, well, that sounds uh, familiar. Uh huh. So, Follow yeah, so the through the woods. Fixing my transfer case and topping or putting more fluid in. Which I got to thank everybody that was there because somehow miraculously, about six quarts of trans fluid ended up on my passenger seat. Oh, nice. even though I only brought like two or three. Nice. Um, and I had used one or two of them before we even got to that point. Wow. But, uh, yeah, so everybody just kind of tossed me all their spare trans fluid and we were able to top it off and I made it out to the, to one of the parking lots and then ultimately, uh, eventually made it all the way back to the hotel. This is the transfer case or the, its own power? Or the transmission? No, the trans, <clears throat> the transmission was okay. what was leaking. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it, it stopped pulling for a while Yep. and, uh, we got some fluid back in it. And, you lose about uh, you lose about two. To drive it some more. You lose about two quarts out of those four L sixties, and they're pretty well. That's kind of like the uh, the end. Ah, uh, yeah, no, this one took about five quarts to oh get it back. Oh my god, <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah, damn, five yeah. quarts before it stopped yeah. moving. Send now, it? granted, now granted, I was in four low first year, so I was using yeah. every bit of it had gear reduction and right. help I could give it, and you had some RPM. But, uh, yeah. Jeez. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. yeah. Oh, a couple yeah. of times she hit about five thousand and just singing, but wouldn't move. Wouldn't, oh my god! Storm five thousand. So is that the clutches or is that the torque converter at that point? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. As the e. Yes. <laughs> I love that response. Yes. Not a doctor, but it's all that is, of it. That is the. At this point, I need to pull the trans pan. Take the filter out, cut the filter in half, and see how much clutch material I have in the filter to decide whether or not I can fill it back up and run it, or I'm going to have to pull it and rebuild it. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better now, I know this may be apples to oranges to a certain extent, but the uh, the cutlass that I have in the driveway, my my first car, that thing used to leak out of the trans pan all the time, and it would get about two quarts, two and a half quarts low, and you'd fire it up and put it in gear, and it wouldn't go anywhere. You kind of give her a little revy rev, and she'd engage in gear if you didn't have any trans fluid on you. I don't know how many times in the life in like the four years of that car driving around that I did that, 
Like I'd be out somewhere and not have any trans fluid with me and just put it in gear and it just wouldn't go anywhere. I'd just give it a little, give it a little beans about 2000 RPM. All of a sudden she'd kick into gear. I'm like, oh yeah, it's fine. It's goodish. It's goodish. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get me to my next stop. And uh, that trans right. still is still in there and it still barks second gear. So, I mean, it's okay. It's probably a TH350 or it something. Is, it is a 350. Yeah. It's the same yeah. concept-ish. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's only slightly more of a bust. <laughs> slightly. Or F60s have these, you know, fancy things like electronics and solenoids and actuators. Those don't like need fluid to run, though. They get no lubrication. Oh. Yeah, a Turbo 400 runs better without fluid. Oh, really? Yeah. That's impressive. Well, but- everybody knows 4060s love extra neutrals. Yeah. Okay, but- <laughs> so I just found a couple of extra neutrals. Yep. And you know, we're, we were good. It's fine. Yeah. I smoked a couple four L sixties and they are, uh, yeah, they're touchy. Yeah. Yeah. They, that they are. I've been fortunate. I only have, I've only had a couple four L sixties and both of them have gone down the road. Like, okay, see you later. They were still running when I, when they left my driveway, but till they yeah, hit. Uh, a high probability, I can just fill it back up and it'll be pretty much. Okay. Yeah. But I, I do want to cut the filter open and see just how bad it is. So, so what what else did I miss on Snowfari? So J- just I that one ended hill? up bailing out about halfway through the day because of the transfer case issue. Okay. Because the transfer case was loose and I lost all that fluid. So I bailed out about halfway through the day, which was pretty good timing for DJ because he had to shoot home and pick up his boys. Um, so Fred's going to have to tell you what happened the second half of the day because unfortunately He's the only we one weren't left. there. Oh. All right, Fred, you're up. <laughs> Well, for the second half of the day, we didn't have too much as far as carnage for uh, most people. But the only thing was uh, my driver door that decided to now sit on the inside of the hard top of my Jeep after bouncing off a tree. Oh, it sits on the, it closes on the inside? It, it pushed the whole door inside of the top, so I couldn't push the door <laughs> back out and open it when we were on the trail. Just didn't, oh, it's so just a day, yeah. I used the passenger door and then... After we got back to the hotel the next morning, I went out there and took all the bolts off the hard top and just picked it up and, and got moved the door it. out wow. and then bent the door against my knee so it would close right. Yes. NASCAR mod. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, the trails for the second half of the day, the trees and everything on them were so tight that uh, I don't even think we were on trails half the time. I think he was just driving through the woods wherever he wanted. Wow. He was. And, uh, yeah, we had to turn around once just because so many trees were across the trail. Um, one of the guys that was out there with us, he had his two boys with him that they went out and played lumberjack with a couple hatchets a few times to get rid of a couple trees just so we could even make it down the trails. Wow. Was, uh, so a lot of trees laid down? fun going through them. A lot of trees laid down or just in around that Jeep at the beginning and let them come that with us. That would have been great. Wow. That would have been freaking great that would have been wild uh, just before we hit the trails there was a guy that followed our group in that was just in a stock jk and they ended up uh basically scaring him away and leaving and like man you should have just let him come with us oh wow they they told him they couldn't run with you guys pinstripes and everything down the cars oh yeah so nice we run we run with the orange group and oh. uh, so they, they designate by group every year for Snowfire. There's different groups, right? right? And we we started running with the orange group last year. And now we're pretty much orange group 
for life at this point. However, on their sign-up sheet, they have 35-inch tire minimum and lockers minimum, or, or lockers required, I should yeah. say. 35-inch tires and lockers required. And then it says, expect body damage. <laughs> okay. And the reason they do that is the trail guide usually drives a CJ a CJ5, a little tiny CJ5. With and literally, lockers. if he can fit, we're going. Huh. Oh, that sounds so like a great time for me. Bigger, yeah. <laughs> if, if you sound, if you bring anything bigger, you're pushing your way through because if he fits, we go. Oh, boy. You know, Ian, the more I hear them talk about this, the more I think that maybe you should just be a writer. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, this yeah. is not built for what I'm set up for whatever that is. Either that or you should take your windows out before we go. God, yeah, well, <laughs> yes. Window well, like, delete. I, like I said, I ended up I ended up wasting out two doors. That's pretty bad on a S10 on a yeah, on a S10. What's your foot. wheelbase on the yeah. Blazer? Uh, I don't know. I haven't actually uh, actually no, I did measure it. It was uh was it like 113. Yeah, I was going to say 112 113 is my guess. Okay. Yeah. It stretched a little bit. Yeah. If with rear steer, you'll be it's about two foot shorter than mine <laughs> for perspective. A couple well, inches, DJ two made foot. it through, and he's a couple inches longer than you. Uh huh. Well, well, right about the same length. I don't remember. DJ would have had some problems later on in the day, though. So, how far, yeah, how, especially the one that we had to turn around on? Yeah. How far would you got, or even, how, how even far in my YJ, I had to like 18 point turn oh, great. turn around. 18 point turnaround in a YJ. In a YJ yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good times, folks. Good you times. were literally in a hallway of trees. <laughs> I don't know how we got it's here, but this is not where we were going. On it. Yes. I looked at the map. This isn't where we're supposed to be. Oh my gosh. That's wild. How far is Snowfari from you guys? A couple hours. Okay. Yeah, about two hours for me. I hate. Yep. Yep. About hate, two hours, 20 minutes from where I live. Yeah, I hate to like load up a vehicle, go for half a day, and then go home. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys were just saying that you had to bow yeah, out half, half day. We, like, still oh. had, uh, we still had fun at the hotel, and like we went up the night before yeah. and hung out with everybody. More about the get-together so much than the wheeling. Wheeling's just a good byproduct. Yeah, I mean, normally, it's, normally I can I ran, run the whole day. But Where'd he go? <laughs> I just, uh, the transfer case was probably my bad when we were checking everything over. I didn't, uh, I didn't catch that. So nice. Yeah. Well, that does happen. That goes along with the episode 59. So if you didn't listen to episode 59, <laughs> give that a listen. Should have had you send me a picture of the old uh, red spot underneath the vehicle. I could have used that as well. Yeah. That would have been handy for that. Uh, this is great. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had what a nice been- pool on the trailer. Would have been great to have these guys on last week. Be like, oh, so this is how you don't do this. Well, I'm Except right. for Fred. Fred went fine and did fine. <laughs> I, uh, my my whole thing uh, was mine did not. Mine didn't make it last year though. That's why Rick got the award for last year. So, oh, was it yours that lost the alternator? Uh huh. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. 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 That was yeah, also yeah. a good picture. You guys are literally the poster child for last year, last week's episode. This was wonderful. That's a that's a video. The video of me yeah. and it was actually a different guy driving Fred's Jeep, but we were using jumper cables between the two trucks because I was the alternator for both motors. <laughs> and it was funny because I literally just put my tire right up against Fred's tire, uh-huh. and we kind of just they kind of just 
tracked right along with each other. So every we, time Brandon would steer a little bit, it would push the Sammy tire around. Oh, nice. And we literally drove hand in hand, so to speak. Should have held yeah. hands. Ian and I yeah. literally had this discussion a few episodes. Well, several episodes back, we were discussing things to put on the rig um, that would be cool. And this came up where if you put a, uh, what is it? An Anderson connector. Mm-hmm. Is that what that's called? For like a snowplow. Yeah. Yep. The yeah. The, the plastic ones. Yep. Um, if you were to like rig up a thing off of your battery that had an Anderson connector on it, and then you keep a spare one that you could bolt to somebody else's battery. Or if it's like your person that you go wheeling with all the time, they keep the same connector on their side. And then the both of you just keep a set of those jumper cables that are X amount of feet long. And they have yep. Anderson connectors on them. You could literally, instead of having to use jumper cables and be like, well, I hope these little clamps stick on the battery. You just snap in them Anderson connectors and jet down the road. Yes. Like that'd be so yeah, that handy. That would have been nice. Cause I couldn't oh, yeah. close my hood. Yeah, right. Yeah. I remember seeing the video and I was like cracking up. That was before we even met you guys. Like that was not just, just before we started like talking to you guys. Um, and I saw yeah. that. And then when we got to talking and stuff, I was like, oh, that was you guys. <laughs> I know. Yep. I knew I there was a reason we liked you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think I was listening to one of the other uh, Michigan based podcasts. I don't think it was Off Road Garage. I think it was. Um, oh, I can't think of the name of it now. Uh, but they were talking about like the snow fari and talking about the the awards. What is the name of that? It's the museum up there. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. Of course, I can't think about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's my life in a nutshell. <laughs> oh well, no big deal. Um, but anyway, yeah, they were they were talking about that, and I was like, oh, I know those guys. So it was cool. That's to, awesome. We're famous. Cool. Huh? We're famous. We're podcast famous. <laughs> So hey, I, you know, <laughs> take what I can get. Good. I'll take it, whatever. That's right. I'll take what I can get. Take what I can get. Hey, any publicity? Publicity is good publicity, right? It's uh, it's the wheeling, it's the wheeling podcast, uh, with the Mora, the uh, Michigan Off Road Association. Mm-hmm. I think it is, and they've got a the Mora. It's like a museum up there. Is it right? Is that right? Yeah, there. I've, I've heard of the museum. I didn't know yeah. they had a podcast. So yeah, it's called Wheeling. Just simple. Um. But uh, yeah, they do. They do a podcast, I think, uh, just about every week, every week or two, uh, they put one out. So um, I listened to that a lot a while back and I was trying to keep up with that. Of course, you know, listen to 18 off-road podcasts is a little tough to keep up. But um, but yeah, that's where I heard about them talking. I think I'm pretty sure that's where I heard them talking about that. And I was like, hell yeah, that's awesome. Like, winning trophies at, so- at Snowfari. But anyway, you didn't get one this year, so we're going to let you go. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Now I'm glad you could not make Fa- famous people only. We're gonna have the same conversation with the uh, with next week's guest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we are gonna jump off here so we can roll this thing into last call. Um, and uh, we appreciate you guys coming on here and giving us some of your time. I uh, we got started like an hour behind schedule, half because us and half because uh, audio technical difficulties. Definitely have to figure that out for next week. Yeah, well, it's been fun as always. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Always a good time hanging out with you guys. Come oh, on. yeah. I love it. I can't wait for you guys to come back down here or us to get up there. I need to, I'm hoping this summer to get up to Rocks and Valleys and a couple of Michigan parks. So obviously, when we get ready to do that, I obviously we'll be in touch with you guys 
to plan so that we'll out. Be at Bundy Hill, we'll be at Bundy Hill Memorial Day weekend, if that's an interest to you. That's uh, a pretty good end time. Of, end of May. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I don't know what I have on the calendar yet yep. for end of May. Who's yep, we'll coming be. to... Uh, Is Bundy Hill worth a two-day weekend? Two, three-day weekend? Two-day, probably. I mean, you're going to see it pretty much all in one day, but then you can kind of pick and choose what you want to go right. tackle the second day if you're going to take it easy the first and just get your bearings, you know? Right. Yeah, I don't have anything... Oh, May 1st? Why do I have a Badlands trip the May 1st? Don't know. Badlands trip? Oh, with McKenzie. Must be something she mm. scheduled. Oh, pff, May 1st. That's the Women Wheelers oh. uh, event. Well, there you go. It says Badlands trip with McKenzie. I'm like, why with McKenzie? Like, oh, the shirt that I'm literally yeah. wearing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who uh, are you guys planning on coming out to Williams Hill in March? Ooh. Yeah. Are you? Yep, we'll uh, be there. Oh, that's gonna be okay. That's right, because you guys are half, 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 half ass. But you guys are like sponsoring that. I should say legitly sponsoring. Yeah, that. they're legit in the, <laughs> in the party. I can't exactly call like say half ass. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> put put down some coin on that one. Yeah, I've, I've, that in there. I've got some uh, things working for a pre or for a future podcast episode on some uh, exciting announcements for that race weekend. So you okay. just have to stay tuned. We get the audio stuff figured out. We'll have you guys back on yet again. Um, probably in relation to some of that stuff. Uh, yeah. And you guys are the official recovery this year. Is that correct? Do I have that wrong? That's that's how I understand it. <laughs> uh, I, if I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like waiting for somebody to either correct me or like, no. yes. <laughs> yeah. Crawler crawler is the official recovery partner of the point awful. The point one off road racing series. The point off. Um, I know we've got some. Uh, I know. I think Shelby ordered a bunch of stuff for his buggy. Nice. Um, I think we're gonna get Jan's rig set up with some ropes and some uh, soft shackles and stuff. But basically, everything that is used hillside will be a crawler product. That's awesome. So we're gonna put it to the test, and and uh, I have no doubt that we will not have any issues with it because I, I have yet to have issues with my stuff and clearly it is tested. Well, so I need to put my, I need to reel mine back out, rinse it out and then put my cover back on. I haven't done that since I got back from the, uh, the hangover. Yep. So that's one thing or no, not hangover. I had to pull my, we pulled winch line at, um, um, the cliffs. So I haven't done it since I got back from the cliffs. I just like looking at that red rope on the front of there. It's just so pretty. It does look good. It does. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it worked well when we used it. Everybody was upset. One dude had a cable and I had synthetic. Oh. And one guy was like, he was like, this is why I love cable because I'm dragging it through the dirt. I was like, put my synthetic on there. Like drag it through the dirt. I don't care. Yeah. Like it'll, it'll handle it. It's fine. I cannot stand people who are like cables. So do awesome. I, do I want to use the tree as a snatch block? No. Will I use the tree as a snatch block if I have to? <laughs> if you I have to go around a tree, I have to go around the proper tree. equipment to yeah, not well, have to use that. That would be ideal. And I had it on me, but they didn't. Um, luckily for me, I mine, I mine never had to touch the ground when I was pulling them up because they pulled them up high enough with the cable to not worry about it. Ugh. I still need to make a little rig for that, like a little rig with a wheel on it. For oh, what? and I still need to order some of those. You guys still got um, your rings in stock? At the moment, yeah, we still got okay. them. Cool. What do you need a rig for what? So you take like a ring or you take like a, a rig and you put the uh, wheel that you would normally use for like a uh, snatch block. Okay. I want to make a rig that you set on the ground. It's just like a little stand 
and then you put the rope on that rig as you're trying to winch somebody up a hill. So say that, say that you're on top of the hill and they're down and it's like a, a real sharp angle. Uh-huh. So instead of dragging your winch line across the ground to go over that angle, you would instead put it on this wheel and then the wheel, it would bring it up on the wheel. And then once you got high enough, you could take the wheel rig out of the way. Huh? Makes sense. It does save your winch. interesting idea. I'm not sure. It just seems like sure it, how, yeah, it uh, seems like it'd be a pain work. in the ass. Why? Why? Do you, why is that? Well, if the ground's uneven, you'd have you could have issues with it tipping over, and depends on how yeah, much strain you have on it. Yeah, be, you'd have to have a pretty wide base. Which why once you went to that wide base, now you're talking about taking up a lot of space in your vehicle. Why would you need a, a wide? I'm thinking like maybe ten inch by ten inch square. Yeah, but see if it t- if it gets off to the side, it yeah, could just gonna, tip it over. If you get up on it's not like very tall. any kind of rough like, terrain, it's going to tip over. It would be the wheel would literally sit an inch off the ground at the base. Like the wheel wouldn't be very tall. It just needs to be enough for it to go across the wheel instead of hitting the ground. Mm-hmm. So like there would be no the leverage overlander shit right here. Build build one. One. Yeah. Let's see how it works. Yeah. If it works, maybe we can uh maybe we can do some power some sort of production. Yep. There you go. Get it together and figure it out. Um I will build one because I there's been more than one occasion. <laughs> I will build one. Like there's been more than one occasion where I've needed uh something like that. So wouldn't be that. And it's just not like drag it's hard the rope, fuck the rope up, buy another one, have a nice day. Also an option. Sales and, product. <laughs> I don't I don't know what you would have to drag a synthetic rope across to actually like fail it. A rock? A really sharp rock. Yeah. Just a just like a rock. Not, not, not just ground. Yeah. After watching one of the guys try to cut a rope to make it fail, he like cut three quarters away through the rope with his vehicle hanging from it in park with the e-brake set. Like he made it like tight. Mm-hmm. And then he was trying to get it to fail. And so he like kept like cutting little bits of this rope. Huh. Until he got like it was over halfway through it, and then he took the winch and like spooled the winch in and finally got it to break. I did hear of a lot of broken winch ropes at KOH. Really? Oh yeah, I must have buy them Amazon cheapies again. You never know. That's what you rock. get when you pay for a name. Yes, but you get when you pay for a name. <laughs> the funny thing is, <laughs> Woo dude speaks. There was a couple of them. They're like, yeah, I broke my winch line like three different times, and then they're, uh, but they're sponsored by a certain winch ooh. rope company, and I'm like, looks bad for y'all, doesn't it? But it's not uh, great. It's not great. I mean, it is KOA. Choose it your- is Sharp Rock, but yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, teach You're your gonna guys have failures, but like teach your guys how to winch. I mean, well, they were also on podium, so I mean, here's, here's, what, I'm gonna, here's what I'm gonna say though: if I'm sending a guy out to Koh to winch with like with the with the winch line, I'm gonna wrap that whole like I'm gonna wrap like the first fifty feet of that winch cord in the Dura. What is it? The Dura, whatever Cordura. Cordura. Thank you. I, yeah. I had it in my head until I said it. Yeah, I'm gonna wrap the first fifty feet in Cordura and be like, "There you go. Here, have that one. Have it." <laughs> There's. I mean, there was so it's many abrasion like, resistant. The problem is you don't. It's a race scenario, so oh, yeah. you could watch a lot of guys winch and they were just winging the winch rope Whatever. around a rod. Didn't matter. Hooking it back to itself and pulling. Yeah, it didn't because matter if you cut it. You yeah. just got to get out. You were going. You weren't like, yep. you know, Speed. oh, let's be safe tie and tight. No, tie they it back were in a knot going. when you cut it in half. Like, that's it all, is what yeah, it is. That's what they were doing. They just throw it back that's, in the race car and send it. Love it. I've seen that done. Because racing. Because <sighs> race. <stuff. laughs> yep. Because time counts. When the guy when the guy is five minutes behind you, but he's got six minutes of extra time when he left six minutes behind you. Yeah. Not good. Not good at all. Um, that's all I got. 
Cool. Let's get these guys out of here. Let's move on to last call and uh, get some to drink. And then we can call it a day. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hey, thank you. Appreciate right. you. Okay. Good talking to you guys. Good afternoon. All right. We'll see you, Rick. See you, Fred. Later. See you, Woo Dude. Later. Bye. Sweet. That was fun talking to those guys. It's always a good time. They're a good it group is. of guys. Even with all the audio um, technical bull crap, <laughs> it was still yeah, good. That we had going on. Um, uh, yep. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to get my phone shut off here. Get all that ended so we can get moving to um, on to our next segmento. If I can't. Last call. So we're having a uh, Little Beaver Brewery. Pinapalooza is the name of the beer. It's a American wheat ale, I believe it is. American wheat beer with pineapple. It's a good beer. Is it? I've You've had, had it. it. Oh, okay. Um, it's coming from Little Beaver. It's really expensive, so it better be good. That's pretty good. Good. Um, yeah. Apparently, they had issues when they canned these. Uh-huh. Or no, I got a growler or a crowler oh, of it to go. go. Uh-huh. And it popped the top on it. Oh. So they just my sister and my mom and all them, when they got it for me, they just popped it into a mason jar and we just drank it. I believe that was the same beer. Yeah. We'll get the old hazy out of the bottom of it. Some good stuff. <laughs> all the flavorings is in the bottom. Which whose is whose? Well, it's got my name on it. Which one? So that, this one? That one's got my name on it's it. It's the one you're staring at. Um, yeah <laughs> which one is yours well it does have the name <laughs> well you know, the names return to your direction it's just spun it around you know what i always forget to do i take always forget to take a picture photographical evidence we'll put wolfie's hat here in the background since i wore it today it's gonna charge them cost them extra for their sponsorship is, yeah, package 100%. i need to go koh wheeling next year like racing next year so we're gonna need to squeeze some money out of some sponsors somewhere yeah i agree Get the like get, it'd be expensive to get, get Wolf Fabworks to start giving you some money. All the monies, all of it. I really don't even need them to give me money. I just need to give them a, a turnkey Ultra Four car, Bougie. Yeah, like a forty four hundred car turnkey, ready to go. I'll do the decals and the powder coat and paint. You'll do the. De- <laughs> I'll make it look good. I'll take care of all that for you. It's I'll fine. do the aesthetics. I'll not do the lights and stuff like that. I guess. So somebody showed me on line. Mm-hmm. If you take this, turn it around the tab. You just pop it just a little bit. We've you, done that before here. Yeah, I think so. And I'm like, and just, so you like do this. Oh, oh I, see, don't do that I don't do it that way. I do it the other way. On the outside of the can. Why would you do it? Like, yeah. On the out, like, like this yeah. and hang it. Yeah. Right. Now no, you got to no. turn. The I watched somebody take a beer and crack it open. Oh, and, and then it. they, they like, they bent this to a certain degree and then they literally just hung it like this. I don't know how they did that. I have to look it up again. Huh. Anyway, they did that. They like, they hooked it on there somewhat. And the, what happened is the beer comes out of the can and hits the side here. Yeah. And then it, no foam. It just fills the cup with no foam. I was like, Oh, well, that's true. I always do it for, uh, it looks good in pictures. Yeah. So when you just turn the tab to get the logo in the right angle, uh-huh. and then you can take a good photograph of your beer. It just kind of like adds so. some ambiance to your some, photos. Some ambiance makes it look all party and stiff. Something like that. Anyway, we're drinking beer again 
on a Sunday morning. It's afternoon, isn't it? Oh yeah, we're good. We're yep. 35 minutes into the end of the middays. Late. Brewed and packaged by Little Beaver Brewing. Government warning. That's all they really have to say about this beer. It's a good beer. Keep it cold, drink it fresh, keep it cold, and drink it. And it just keeps repeating that around the fucking can. Okay. I thought maybe they'd have like a story. No. Don't need one. It's beer. Damn it. It's beer. You don't need a story. Just drink it, oh, asshole. Shut up. <laughs> uh-huh. That's about exactly right. Yep. So chug lug, chug lug. Hmm. Not bad. No, it's a pretty good beer. Yeah, definitely not bad at all. Get the pineapple notes in there. You get the little wheat. Oh, it's definitely pineapple. It's good. Yep. So, if you don't like pineapple, you're fucked. Yeah, if you're if you don't like pineapple, don't drink a beer that's called pineapple. No shit, you know. (laughs) Well, you say no shit, but I mean, somebody will drink it. Like, I don't like that. Do you like pineapple? No. What the fuck did you think was going to (laughs) happen? You stupid idiot! Donut. I love it. So that's all yep. I got. That's that's all you got. That's, that's that is all of last call. We cracked a beer in. Goodbye. Yep. Um, no, there's more things to talk about. What would those be? I don't know. Another topic. Okay. I don't have one. Well, <laughs> now see, here we are again. I'm ready to go wheeling. Again. I have got a full year of wheeling and it doesn't seem like a full year, but like it's a full year. You have a year full of events to go to. Yes. Yeah. That's your biggest thing is you're all going to like, you're going to race events. Yes. Are you going to compete in any of these? No, not unless somebody. When gets are you really going to wheel drunken? I don't know. Cause I have a lot of time planned that doesn't involve wheeling, me wheeling, but involves me taking a rig to an off-road park. So huh, that sounds terrible. Well, I mean, it's going to be fun. I'm that not sounds upset hideous. about it. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping to do a couple day trips here and there mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, catch up on some of that. I know the, the, Women Wheelers event over the Badlands yes, will be May a good 1st. day trip over there. I'm excited about that one. That'll be a good time. It's supposed to be a pretty good event. We should be. We have things we're brewing. Once we get audio figured back out, we're going to go ahead and get them scheduled. But we have some stuff um, wanting to get them in pretty quick here. Probably, if not in February, early March, um, I'd like to get Holly back on here and talk with those ladies. Um, so I have been kind of messaging her back and forth a little bit about that. So hoping to get them on here and get some more info about women wheelers and what they've got planned for the year. We need to get big sticky and little sticky up <sighs> for that event. Ooh, that's 100% fact. You know what I'm saying? They need to come up here with Lamazine. Well, chop, chop. Boy. I don't know how far out I don't it is. Put a deadline on anybody's life or anything, but like, <laughs> I mean, we're looking to have a good time. Be a time, lot cooler huh? if you did. Yeah, you know, um, you can bring the sticky bandit, but it'd be a lot cooler if you brought the yeah. limousine. Because I think my plan is to to put the wife in the buggy, and I'm not driving all weekend. So, well, today, oh, for women wheelers, yeah, that'd be sick. That's my plan. I, my wife has not been back in my jeep since it's been done. Oh, like since it's been put back together. You should make it happen. I told her that the other day. I was like, "Do you know that you've not ridden in my Jeep yet since we've had like the last time that she rode?" I suppose, but the last time that she rode in that Jeep Mm -hmm. was like June first of twenty of twenty seventeen. Isn't that wild? Yeah, crazy. Yeah, you should uh, you should put it on the calendar. Probably last time she sat in it. Probably sad. Breaks my heart. Yeah. Well, as soon as we get uh, things squared away with the little one, which by May first they will be just squared away mm-hmm. uh hopefully we'll be able to have him on to uh people food enough by then that we can 
get a little escape uh, away. Yep. Trying to see if she wants to go with me to uh, um, the event in March to the Noxia event. Yep. Hoping to maybe get her out That'd for that. A good day tripper. Mm-hmm. Good day trip. I'm thinking two days. Two days. It's Friday and Saturday. Well, I know. I just, you went last year. Was it last year or two years ago? Last year. For a day. You and I went. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We didn't do it. We broke the G. Yeah. I remember. Five that. minutes in. That was pretty quick. And then when, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Reference episode, what is it, six or something? Yeah. I don't know. what I don't remember what episode it is, but yeah. It's one of the early episodes. It was back there. It's the Winterfest event. Um, I love that some of the, like, I was talking to Jimmy the other day from Snail Trail, mm-hmm. and we're just sitting there talking about stuff, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's episode 151. I'm like, how do you remember offhand every yeah. episode? That's just like, too much. How do you, like, they got 150-something, like, what are the 170 episodes or whatever it is? Like, how do you remember? Some people have that good mind. <sighs> like, oh, yeah, that like was that. this episode. Like, bro. I, I do not. That's intense. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll be honest. I'm not. Just not a lot I'm not pushing a lot. Yeah, for 2021 to do like go wheeling, mm-hmm. if that and it sounds bad, but it does sound bad. I, I've, I'm I've got my focus is in the race series. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that's a you know it's a one day show, but it's a Wednesday through Sunday trip for me. Right. So I've got my time off scheduled for all that. I've got my my well, it's like ten days off for visions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, with, with the race series, that was a new venture for me this year. Um, and, and I'm excited as hell about it. And I want to put my, you know, I want to give it 110%. I didn't come on board to half ass it and kind of show up and, oh yeah, I'm here. So I want to, I want to be there. Not, you know, exactly not, not, I guess. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm putting that kind of on the front of like wreck wheeling. For this year, I guess, um, planning on doing a couple day trips, um, but work's going to be busy all year. So I'm kind of fine with it. Mm-hmm. Got some good financial plans for myself and my family lined out this year with that. So it kind of the nice thing with the race series is other than fuel and food, which I'm going to eat anyway, it really doesn't cost me much to do the race series mm-hmm. financially yeah, to go. yeah so it's not like a wheeling trip is like oh you got to get all this shit done and you got to fix all that and you know this that and the other because you're not going to go beat the shit out of your rig so you're not you know like i don't have to spend a shitload of money to have all the fun so that's where i'm kind of on the well that'll be nice to be able to be involved with that much off-road stuff and not have to pay all the money to play. So that's yeah. kind of the plus side. So I'm hopefully just going to get the rear steer finished out by the end of the year, get the gears done here before the series. <laughs> it's coming up quick. Yeah, you better get um, to work, son. It's, uh, I don't know when I have time to do it. Williams Hill is March 21st. March 20th. 20th. Yep. Okay. Um, but so I mean, yeah. that's, I just want to get it kind of lined out. But the nice thing is going to those trips, I'll have the ability to kind of test a few things out. I'll be able to go play over here a little bit and flex some stuff out and check some suspension stuff or, yeah. or whatever. And, uh, so I'll be able to, I think really kind of Work fine tune in. the rig yeah. and then next year be able to, to manage some solid wheeling trips, um, Are you with the race series. Huh? Are you going to, are you wanting to like race in 2022? 
I don't think so. No. I don't, okay. I, just, I don't know. I don't know if that was something you thought that you wanted to do. I got. Uh, I don't know. We got some things working. If you behind the scenes, if you load it up but, and go to Hammers, are you going to schedule an appointment with Phil? Oh yeah, yeah, I would love to. But I would like to have my rig like lined out and working like yeah, right everything and tight else kind of dialed up. And before then I go, hey, can we suspension tune? He's like, yeah. all right, yep, stand in the gas. I'm like, oh yeah, well, so about that. You know, <laughs> it doesn't I, go anywhere. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, so yeah. I want to get my gear ratios and everything yep. lined out. My converter, like everything. Because the suspension's close enough right now. Yeah, yeah. Out of the box that it doesn't. Yep. You're not. You're not pushing it to anywhere near its limit at Correct. the moment. So, so yeah, get everything else dialed in so that you can start pushing that suspension and find out where your limits are, get your bump stops set, things yep. like that, yep. and then be able to look at Phil and be like, all right, let's dial this All right, in. let's dial her in and yeah. make, it, make it even. It's already right. It just needs to be like yeah. primo. I think I'm just going to work on getting the uh, front axle stuff, suspension stuff dialed in, and then um, working on getting the rear driveline vibration stuff just figured out still, just kind of- yep going to work on that uh right now it's single digits outside in my garage is full of polishing stuff so i'm not yep. pulling inside to work on anything right now but that's my kind of this year just going to dial in that rig a little closer and start collecting parts maybe start collecting my cross member and three link and all that stuff and then this summer if i have the time i might gut it down a little bit and put the stiffeners on mm -hmm. and then um just kind of figure out where i'm at on all that stuff you know I've got, uh, it's kind of a nice little thing that I've got made up. I made myself a little um, 2021 wheeling schedule in my notes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, my goal should be an event every month. Yeah. And I believe I have two months, three months without an event scheduled. In 2021? 2021. Okay. That's not too terrible. No. So what, October, November? No. November, maybe? Uh, November one, and December. And then one other one. So January <laughs> or something. Have I gone wheeling? No, we went wheeling in January. Yes. Oh, you, you include wheeling trips. I thought you meant like a race event. Yeah. No, I'm talking just like off-wheeling related I got you. trip. Once a month. That's not a terrible idea. November, December, and September. It's not bad. August, we've got- Considering so now I've got like RC Fest as an as an event. Well, yeah, kind of. So is. I mean, it's not a wheeling trip for me, but like depends if you get one of these things off the shelf. Well, that is that'll be the goal. I'll throw those there. <laughs> May is the easier. women wheelers. Yeah, June. So uh, June, I've got a race in nice. on the fifth in Kentucky. Kentucky. When's the uh, is there a flat nasty event this year? Nope. Okay, we are not going back to flat nasty this okay. year. Could remember if that was a thing or not. It is not. Is there anything going on in Missouri? Any of the parks in Missouri? Yeah. Uh, Mountain Grove, Missouri. Hooter Holler is Hooter. Uh, July 3rd. That's not it's terribly far. Weekend. Is that How far is that from? It's like, I want to say it was like half hour farther than, than Flat from Nasty Flat Nasty. Yeah. So if, if that even, to be right. honest. So. It's in that same area. Yeah. That yep. Flat Nasty s'more. Yep. It's all right yeah. around each other there. I would love to put a um, an event like at schedule weekend for wheeling down there in uh, one of those parts, whether it be Hooter Holler or S'more. We've been to Flat Nasty, but definitely Dirty go back Turtle again. would be a good option. Yep. For a wheeling trip. That's in Kentucky, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's close enough, though. And then, like, yeah. if we can do something next October, this coming October, when uh, Kyle Mang and his boys go down to Land Between the Lakes. Yep. Go down and try to, make, try to do something like that. 
We've got, our, we've got our finals, our October 29th through the 31st in Oklahoma. Oh, nice. In October. So annual trail riders right. run might have to be a different date. We'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. It was a good time this year. It was, indeed. Yep. Maybe at a new park. You never know. Ooh. Wonder where. Who knows? I like it. Wherever the hell we decide, right? Right. <laughs> we'll see how good Williams Hill is and see what that looks like. Well, see, they're, <laughs> but they're an ATV park. Well, maybe not so, for us. Well, you never know. They're opening it for a race. Maybe we can get it to open it up for an event. You never know. An event, air quotes. Could be an event. Well, <laughs> anything's an event. That was one of the things I was reading in that whole, like, uh, the Cliffs signing that that agreement about not having big trucks on the property. Mm-hmm. One of the caveats inside of that literature said something about, like, if it's a race weekend or an event weekend and the event is is around these uh, different vehicles or whatever, mm-hmm. that there was some sort of exemption mm-hmm. that could be had for that. So I was like, well, that's easy enough. You just have an event every yeah, weekend. Why wouldn't you just plan an event every I, weekend? I don't event. know. Close my mind. I don't know. That's what I would do. Like, hmm. yep, every weekend we're having an event. Yeah. <laughs> Get somebody to sponsor it for cheap the money. So-and-so and club social. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. Yep. Like, I would. That's how I would do it. Interesting. Uh-huh. I wouldn't. Uh, if at, if I read the, liter- the literature correctly. Now, and I think they said that every park gets its own like set of rules yeah. essentially like they deem what you can and cannot so who knows yeah who knows exactly yeah it sounded to me like it was pretty open as to like interpretation you'd have to check with whomever you got the permit from so we can inquire about that we could not my park it's not just saying but we could inquire about <laughs> i do know the guy to talk to do you yeah who's that Kente. okay top secret stuff. You know the guy I talked to about getting permits for parks? Or just into Williams Hill is what I'm saying. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Well, then we'll just wrap it up. And uh, we appreciate you guys coming back for episode 60. Um, it kind of got off to a weird start because of our technical difficulties. We spent about 45 minutes trying to get the sound rig stuff to work. So that's why the audio might be a little bit different this week. And... Uh, Hopefully, we'll have that dialed in by next week. We'll see how Ian's work schedule is. Should be. If he gets an opportunity to get in here after work on some nights and get that dialed in. And then, um, yeah, hopefully get audio back up and running for our guests. And then we'll be talking KOH. Next yep. week's episode will be like probably exclusively KOH. Exclusive KOH recap. More coverage stuff. So we'll have obviously more information as it comes out and do that. Make sure you check us out on YouTube. If you're not subscribed up already on YouTube, please go subscribe to us because the closer we get to a thousand, the closer we get to doing fun stuff over there. Uh, go follow us on Instagram at total underscore offroad underscore podcast. That's where I post up. I try to stay consistently posting, um, but it has been a bit busy lately. And be sure to go check us out on Facebook at total offroad podcast and join the trail riders group over there. Just make sure you answer the two questions and you'll get right in and you can continue the conversation of the episode on that platform. Other than that, check out www.totaloffroadpodcast.com where you can get all of our updates and links to our partners. Uh, thank you, Crawler Offroad, for sponsoring this last call. Thank you, Crawler Offroad, for being on this week as a guest. And thanks for o- thank you to ORA for hooking our guests, our listeners up with killer discounts every week. If you're not on the Offroad Anonymous uh mailing list make sure you go over to offroadanonymous.com and get on that mailing list so that you know what discounts are coming up so that you can get the best deals on your off-road parts we gotta throw this out there we didn't really talk about it we'll talk about it next week because i might get a little insider 
info for you. Oh, there but, was a little uh, something. Jacob raced at KOH. Yes, he did. So yeah, we may work on some of that and get get some information on that. Might have to just call him like last call. Yeah, last call. Call Jacob and see yeah. what he's got going on because somebody was asking where he was at. Like, what yeah. happened to Jacob? He's like, don't see him. Yep. So I might have to get the scoop. We'll get the we'll get some deets and we'll yeah. uh, we'll wrap that into our total or our total off road podcast <laughs> recap. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll wrap that into our KOH recap episode. And yep. Awesome. Well, you guys go over there to the website, pick up some swag, check out our vendor slash partner area. Don't forget to call Chris at Complete Off-Road for any of your off-road needs. If you got questions, he's more than happy to help, and he will take care of you. The customer service is second to none. So, once again, we appreciate you guys tuning in for episode 60, and we'll catch you on the trail. Mm-hmm.